Hi everyone, and welcome to the 145th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro! Hi guys. Welcome back! How's it going? Oh, thank you. Uh, it's going good. Um, I recently like got sick, and I'm trying to get over it right now. That's, that's, that is unfortunate, but good to hear that you are feeling uh, starting to feel better. I heard... I heard a little birdie, a birdie named Twitter, tell me that you are getting really caught up on a certain mobile phone game yes. <laughs> named Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. How's that been going? It's it actually been addicting because, like, I felt really, yep. like, bad going into the yep. Kingdom Hearts Union Cross event, like, with, like, only yeah. a level, like, 49, or, or actually Understandable. level uh, uh, Quest 90, I should say. Yeah. And... After the event, I literally just, like, sped my way through it. Like, it took me... I started, like, in February 26th, I think it was, and then April okay. 30th, I was able to catch up to 750. Yeah. Thank you, Zero AP. Thank you, Square Enix, exactly. for Zero AP through the whole month of April. Thank you yeah, so that, much for that. That's a big help, definitely. But, um, so how was... So, how do you feel about... Because, for me, one of the biggest issues that i have with union cross is pacing of the story content which if you understand how they develop this game it's it's understandable why this is the case because they're releasing it you know a little bit at a time but as a player just getting into kingdom hearts union cross do you think square enix does enough to make it reasonable for like your average Joe off the street to just get started in Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, do you think it's still too much of a pill to swallow to get caught up? Still too much a pill because when you like, because literally when you start, you know, the, it even being as behind, even though I downloaded the game at launch mm-hmm. and trying to catch up from where I was, it was still like it was still a lot to learn from yeah, like going exactly. from there to there and. And just like you said, the pacing was all over the place. Like, yeah, sometimes care- it's just like there's nothing for like uh, like a hundred missions, and there's like almost nothing it, like related to the main story. And it, then suddenly, it, bam, 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 constantly. It's like watching uh, Naruto. Basically, you have <laughs> exactly you, you, you go through the main storyline, and then all of a sudden, bam, it's filler. Non-stop filler. And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, here's a couple of canon storylines. Okay, back to filler again. Exactly. That's how, that's how it felt playing this thing. Most of the time, it felt like a chore just to get through these, like, exactly. worlds. And then, like, at certain parts, like, whenever you reach about, like, the next hundredth quest, that's when mm-hmm. it gets to, like, back to, like, the main storyline. And then, like, after that, it's like, oh, we got to go to this other world now. Yeah. And it's back to the same stuff again. And it's but, like if you're if you're average yeah. Joe, that will turn you off like incredibly. Like even as I a Kingdom so. Hearts fan, that turned me off like a lot originally in the that's, beginning. That's why you originally stopped playing. That's the original reason you stopped playing. Exactly, and, and it was the same it's thing so for me. Boring. And then like even then when then when I was you know collecting all the you know the daily jewels and all the bonus jewels and the free medals the screenix were giving out throughout the entire time these two years um that really helped me get back to where it was cuz I was like just like one shotting all the enemies you know getting all the you know the prizes that you get for completing each quest fulfilling yep. the requirements and it's like 
from there, I was just, like, literally on my way, because, like, it's, like, I understood, like, how difficult it was for people originally going through with the medals they had, but since I had, yep. like, overpowered medals, it's just, like, boom. Even that I, was and kind I of think, boring, too, because it's, I like... Think, I think that's kind of what Square Enix has been doing to remedy it, is that instead of addressing the volume of superflu- superfluous missions, instead of addressing that, what they're doing instead is... They're giving you OP medals so you can just do each mission but press the auto battle button and just run through the level to finish it. Which, yeah, it's nice that you can beat every mission if you just like, you know, let's say hypothetically you get one of the Kyrie medals really early and, you know, everything is a cakewalk from there. You just run it through the levels. I mean, even still then, you still have to start each mission. You still have to go through each mission. You still have to run through the levels. Like, even if every battle is, like, an insta-win, even if it's, like, god mode pretty much for you for the main story, which it is, hmm. it's still it's still really a slog. And it's it, just it, really it, too long. Let me long. tell you, like, one mission, you have to go to from one side to the other side only to get a cutscene to tell you, oh... Okay, we risked. You got to go back. We did this. Now you got to go back, and I'm like, really? Here's nine more missions about you going back. I was like, really? Yep. It's, oh it's man. Really bad. That being said, so that those are the cons. I want to talk a little bit about the pros. For me, that what was surprising about Union Cross is how good the main story is. As few and far between it as it is, I really like the main story. Like, so do uh, I. especially later on. Yeah, once like, once what, everything starts coming into place, well, like, once you meet, I think it's like once you start meeting like Ephemer, yeah. I think from then that's when the story starts picking up. Yeah, you start getting his storyline, and then then you start meeting people that are close to him. Yeah, and then you like, and then everything Meets is gold, just like eventually, and then everything unfolds. And I mean, unfortunately, the the mobile version leaves out like a very important part of yeah. the game that Kingdom Hearts Key had. And they offer no explanation for it at all. So you're kind of left with this, like... that part's very weird. Yeah, so you're kind of left with this big old empty thing. I was like, okay, what just happened? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't don't get that. But uh, uh, thankfully, we do have a question on this episode that does relate to Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. So maybe we can talk about more of these things a little bit later in the show. Uh, Anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and we are presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at KHUnion. We have a three-segment show today. Our first segment is uh, the news segment, which, if I could just, like... (laughs) Unfortunately, the singular of news is still news, <laughs> and as well as the plural, because it's really just the new segment. It's just, There's just one bit of news, but it's good. It's very good news, so don't miss it. Our second segment is uh, something I'm going to call uh, Coming Back to Kingdom Hearts 2, where I want to talk a little bit about my experience replaying Kingdom Hearts 2 throughout the last week on the Kingdom Hearts 2 Deep Dive stream. Just want to thank everyone who... Uh, joined me throughout that journey it was long and hard because it was you know kingdom hearts 2 on critical mode and on top of that you're playing you know i'm playing live so (laughs) there's that element to it people are watching you makes it a little bit uh harder and nerve-wracking to to do that especially when you fail 
a lot. But that's the best part, though. Like me. I know. I mean, that's yeah, like the I fun th- part I about streaming. I think it's the best part to a point, as long as it's not too many failures. And I think my deal with my battle with lingering will was kind of like pushing the line of maybe you failed a little too much. Well, we'll just imagine how the speedrunners feel like when they got. I know. know, Yeah, it's you know they they show uh, you know disappointment too, but like they still they still keep going. Yep, definitely. And then finally, we have our question segment. In the way of announcements, if you like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion. Our Patreon executive producers for this episode are as follows. We have Blue Machine, who is at Blue Machine on Twitter, Nahika Blaui, Louis James, Barry Norton, who is at Nortron Zero, Chris Morales, Eric Decker, who is at Chaco Taco, Marcus Karnecki, Michael Graham, Thorin Bullen, who's at Massacre23, Zach Duranto, who's at ZDuranto58, Billy Jackson, who's at underscore Billy Jackson, Darren Matthews, who's at Doomster73, Dustin Smith, Jonathan McRae, and Churro, can you take these last ones? We have Joseph Robertson, who's at Pokemon Trainer J, Josh McNabb at J2K9, Keith Field at The Mighty Keith, Mario Herker, Mike, Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail, Muhammad Quayam, Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Knack 95, Patrick, Rachel Casterston at Obra Yoon Ray, Richard Holman at Vex Linen, Rob Porter at Scorty Bertie 1, Tyson Wildman at Ty Wildman 1, Vita Nitas at V underscore Tron 5000, Zach Porter at Porter Paradox, Zelda clone at apes type novels and be a part of the show. Please send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. And just a quick update on kingdom hearts, uh, union deep dive stream stuff. Uh, our next deep dive stream will be May 11th, which is a Friday at, uh, 8 PM Eastern daylight time. We will be going through three, five, eight days over to the movie. Um, my plan for how to go through that is we're going to watch the movie and occasionally I'll press the pause button between scenes and then we'll discuss what has, uh, happened and, uh, analyze it, uh, for various contents. I am trying to maybe have a special ending to it. That's a little bit more, uh, interactive. We will see maybe no promises, but I would like to like, all right. Kind of like in Chain of Memories, how we did Just Got Scenes, but I did the final boss anyway. I was kind of looking to do that, but I don't know. If you guys know how I can get like a save for <laughs> 358 over 2 on DS, particularly on the emulator, because it's got to be something I can stream out, that would be great. But uh, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, so after that, uh, Birth by Sleep... Uh, may have to wait until after E3, just because my schedule is going to be kind of crazy prior to that. So I don't know if I can uh, if I can manage a, B- a, B- a BBS stream. But I guess the our main goal as of right now is that you know prior to the end of August, so prior to September, I, I want to be able to say we finished all of the pre Kingdom Hearts three stuff. That is my current goal. But <laughs> if Square Enix says one day that oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts three it's coming out uh it's coming out like in september if they said that i'd be so happy 
or, or uh, in, in 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 November, because then then I can have until October to finish all this stuff. But we'll we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. All right. Anyway, moving on to the news. Our news for today is that Utada's new album releases on June 26th and includes Chikai, which is the Kingdom Hearts 3 theme song. And it's going to be, obviously, the full version because it's, <laughs> it's on her album. Right. So, Churro, uh, wow. <laughs> what, what, what implications do you think that might have? Hmm. Maybe a like, trailer with the full version. That's yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that yeah, probably around maybe E3 time. Like if she's allowed, if she's allowed to release it on her album at the end of June, mm-hmm. then maybe something will transpire prior to the end of June, where this comes out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I mean. We'll- We'll I see. mean, we're almost. I mean, we're getting there, obviously, with all this uh-huh. coming out now. So, I mean, can you imagine orchestra at the end? Oh my comes out god! Again. New trailer comes out. So good. And we get a longer version of the. I mean, it doesn't have to be the full version, but we get a longer version of of a trailer with the theme song in it. Okay. Oh, also, a uh, quick, quick uh, update. Uh, a little bit of my bad. Uh, it actually comes out June twenty seventh, not twenty sixth. That was my bad. All right, so, okay, Chero, what about this? You had D23, right? The, the the last D23. We had two trailers. What if we have two trailers again? <laughs> it's, uh, that's still possible. I mean, we could have an orchestra so, trailer, and we can have an E3 trailer. Because this is, here, here's what I want, Chero. I want an orchestra trailer and... Uh, a, a, a just uh, don't tw- don't think twice trailer, but I want the orchestra trailer to be an orchestra version of Don't Think Twice. I want both. I want to hear both versions. So, you and, and me both. You and me both. And it's almost it's almost just for the pure purpose that I can then extract the the music out of the uh, out of the trailers and I can put them on my phone and I can just listen to them anytime I want. Both versions. Me too. It's pretty um, much the only reason. I'm, you know, thinking the same thing as you, you know, just exactly. to listen. I mean, I still put, you know, this, you know, one minute, 30 second snippet on exactly. repeat too sometimes. So basically, you know, I'm there with you. Yeah, it's real good. I will say also, just just a personal side note, I am personally excited that it will now be finally coming out officially and it'll be on her new album, which will mean it will most likely appear at karaoke very shortly after and that means i can just go to karaoke and sing the kingdom hearts 3 theme song and that would just make me so happy uh, let me I, ask you this too yes um seeing that she's having a tour in japan are you gonna try to go see her uh maybe not but there is one of one of the tour locations is actually not too far from me so november 14th to the 15th she's in fukuoka and that's like two hours from me so that wouldn't be too bad i just don't know if i could even manage to get the ticket because of how never Japanese ticket sales go it never hurts to try never hurts to try that's true and it's she's got two dates let's see the, so it's the 14th and the 15th what is that for this year the fourteenth and the fifteenth are a what? That's a Wednesday and a Thursday. Wow. 
Girl, I'm a I'm a working teacher. What are you trying to pull? Maybe ask for the day off or something. I know. I could. I could. But, you know, I, I have to keep in mind what happens if Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out, man. There it comes go. out yeah. in November. I need my time to take off for Kingdom Hearts 3. But then you say, well, what if it comes out on, like, November 13th? Then I'm going to be like, girl, Utada, I'm, Utada, I'm sorry. I, I just don't have time for that. I got to be playing some Kingdom Hearts 3. I'll listen to you in the game. So it, it's, it's, it's hard out there being a Kingdom Hearts fan. Totally. So, yep, that's pretty much the news. But there is one other tiny bit, tiny bit of uh, giant news. I, I, I say tiny because there's not much we can say about it yet, but Churro. Yes. There was something else the little bird told me. Oh, what did he that, say? That uh, uh, I heard that there seems to be some sort of a Kingdom Hearts 3 preview thingy going on. And uh, several people on uh, Twitter is saying they're going. And uh, one of those people, one of those people is you. Yes. Dun dun dun. Yes, it's true. I, you know, thank Square Enix so much for this opportunity. Unfortunately, I can't say anything else. But yeah, it's you know, it's oh my god, it's it's a dream. Let me tell you, it's Definitely. a dream come true. And Definitely. you know, all the hard work I've been putting towards the series for almost sixteen years, it's like finally, finally, some finally. some good good recognition. That's that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, I think yeah. So if I if I remember correctly, the only thing that you're allowed to say about it is that you'll get to play the game, some portion of the game early, and that's it. That's it. Okay. So that's that's it. Uh, but that's that sounds amazing. I I wish I could go there. Hopefully, uh, we'll get the opportunity to go hands on it at e, at E3. But uh, wow, that's just that's insane. I'm so, it, I'm so it, proud it's, of you, It's mind-blowing. Let me, let me tell yeah. you, it's just really... God, when when I got the news of it, I was just... I cried. I literally yep. started crying. <laughs> that, that's so amazing. So, uh, you did also recently play another bit of Kingdom Hearts 3 that you can talk about, though... Yes, uh, we talked about it a little bit last time, but I want to I want to get d- just a couple of your quick impressions of uh, Giant Land that you got to play at the Dandelion event. So that's part of Kingdom Hearts three. How's that? Yeah. It was actually pretty fun. It just reminded me so much of those those handhelds that you just yeah just sit around all before like I mean it was either Game Boys and this these type of games <laughs> exactly exactly and it was just major nostalgia. For trip it was actually difficult too um, really i'm yeah. not gonna lie as 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 you went up in the levels um it got it, the patterns got faster? different okay was that does it go like faster or something it goes faster and the patterns of if it changed basically you know your tiny little sora and you start yep. off like in the bottom right corner underneath the giant's table and then you have to get past his feet which you know go up and down and there and it, and it has like different spots where it lands, so you have to like make sure you don't you know make it up before he stomps his feet. And then when you get to the other side, you you stand on a spoon where he kicks his foot down and launches on the table. Mm-hmm. From the table, you have to get to the other side of the table, 
where you have to like pull down on like a little curtain string or whatever it causes like the candle or chandeliers to move left and right and waiting above that is mickey at the window so you have to go to that side to activate it then you have to get back to the other side and voiding um the giant's hands because he's stomping on the the table yeah and then there's a button that says activate so when you get back to the other side where the salt and pepper shakers are you hit activate and that causes the giant to sneeze and then which launches you up and you have to grab onto like a the can the chandelier or whatever and then you have to swing across you know you have to time it correctly to swing across and then get to mickey once you get to mickey it starts over again and then you go up one level then it gets harder and they were Uh, having um yeah i'm gonna be honest with you i did not think it would be that involved (laughs) like it's it's very it looks so simple but it seems like it's like a pretty long uh mini game that's awesome yeah um how about how long does it take to do like a normal like playthrough of it like maybe earlier on in it like from like level one it didn't take that long it's just like okay it took only like maybe 45 seconds once you figure out the pattern you can get through it i got to level nine before i died and like and that was like the record at the time when i did it because they were keeping track of records sweet so i tied the record but then like after our like we they only gave us five minutes to do it so like after Uh our turn somebody broke the record and got 10 oh wow So for a second i tied it and then the (laughs) final record for giant land was like 13 dang wow that's 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 awesome so i I was almost there too so it was was a nice thing and there unfortunately i didn't get to play the other ones there was Mm -hmm. another one there's like there were three rows and there was like three different each row had a different game and then there was like a bigger version that i put on twitter where you know people were playing on a big giant screen they had like giant like mickey hands and you had pushed a button on the screen and i was watching people play that one and that one's looked pretty fun yeah, it seems like but, uh, yeah, they they all seem pretty cool and if I remember correctly, there's supposed to be like over 20 of these that they're putting over 20 in of these. Three. And then and then and I if I recall, I think uh Union Cross is going to get some of them too. I don't know if they're the yeah. same ones as in Kingdom Hearts 3 or I don't know if Union Crosses will be exclusive to that, but I know that you'll be able to play some in Union Cross Yeah, there's going to well. be LCD games. I'll just say from a development perspective i'm interested in how they're gonna port them over because you know these games are being made in unreal engine 4 but union cross doesn't run on unreal engine 4 it's got its own little proprietary thing i think it runs on like cocos 2d or something but it basically for union cross if they port it over they're gonna have to basically remake it in in union cross but it's not gonna be hard because like those lcd games are like so simple so We'll see how how they handle it. So yeah, yeah that's really that's really awesome. I'm, uh, so overall, you would say fun game, fun game. Oh my god, it was so it was addicting too because it's like, like I said, I wasted so many hours as a kid on these games. Yeah. and um, it's kind of nice that, that Nomura actually wants to bring something like this back in that form. And it's like, I think it's a nice, like I said, one of the things lacking in kingdom hearts was like the repetitiveness of mini games. Like, you know, once you do Pooh's, you know, world, it's like, that's it. You know, it's like, at least, you know, when you play kingdom Hearts three, you either beat it or you're going back or you want to take a break from the main story. You can actually go back and do this if you want to. I'm kind of hoping they have like a, like a, like a world ranking or something like that, like an online ranking board. Oh, see that would how well be so you do against awesome. other people. So yeah, I'm definitely. hoping they do something like that with it. 
All right, I have one last question that I want to get your impressions on. Okay. So in the trailer for all these LCD games, you, you see Sora, he's holding that device, right? Kind of kind of red-looking device with the crown on it. I want to know from you, do you think that device is just for playing LCD games, or do you think it's got more functions to it than that oh man i'm kind of on the fence about that like on one side i think it's just for the the, the, the mini games but like knowing nomura he'll probably put something you'll probably have Sora be able to take it with him and they'll be able to help him kind of like uh, so, how the uh the slate thing worked yeah. with the breath of the wild oh yeah breath of the wild yeah 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 so i'm kind of thinking i i'm on team that's a smartphone and we're going to be able to take selfies with it or at least pictures with it. And the reason I say that is because in the trailer, what is on the screen is a not a is not the LCD game. It's a picture of Sora with all his friends. And I think that cutscene that they're showing is being shown out of context and had nothing to do with the LCD games. I think what it actually was about was uh, they had all just taken a... Uh, picture together and it was on this screen and this is like really amazing to Sora because the last time he was in Twilight Town they were all using Polaroid cameras in Kingdom Hearts right. 2 so to come to this generation and be like wow look at this smartphone you can just see the picture on the screen and obviously Sora is really bad with technology so like I don't know that's that's just my take on it it could be it could just be an LCD game but like Obviously, it's a color screen because it's got pictures on it. So, whatever. Yeah. So, so I mean, I think it may be on something because I mean, a lot of games, like in you know, modern games, like in this this day and age, they have, have photo, photo modes. modes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you you would think that they would be able to take selfies or take pictures, you yeah. know, of characters, I think and then they can pose or something. The the earliest game that I can think of that had that was like back all the way in twenty or or, or like recent games it was back in like twenty fourteen with like wind waker on the wii u so like if wind waker on the wii u can have you know a photo mode and link can take selfies i think it's okay if kingdom Hearts 3 has it too especially since you know Sora's a teenager and he's learning things about being a normal teenager from hayner pence and olet and they're even more normal as a normal teenager so maybe technology is included so anyway let's move on to the kingdom hearts 2 re-review kind of a segment where I just want to give some quick impressions of things that I thought when I was playing Kingdom Hearts 2 throughout this stream. I got good points. I got bad points. I want to get your input on some of these too, Churro. But uh, so uh, overall, especially playing this on critical mode, I kind of feel like in terms of the game design of Kingdom Hearts battles, and I mean specifically battles, I'm not talking quest design or RPG design, but at least in terms of battle design and gameplay feel, I feel that Kingdom Hearts 2 on critical mode is Kingdom Hearts perfected in terms of battle stuff because it's not a button masher. And Kingdom Hearts 2 constantly gets accused of being a button masher. But if you play this game on critical mode, it is not a button masher. And specifically, it is because both attacking and guarding 
are equally important. You have to attack sometimes, and you have to guard sometimes. And sometimes guarding is even more important than attacking. I'm talking, like, with regards to lingering will, like, 99% of that boss fight is you guarding, and then the other, like... 1% of it is you setting up an attack and then doing your attack so you can get him, uh, you you know, get his HP down. Like, that's, that's the balance. Lingering Will is mostly about guarding. So, and guarding has a lot to do with timing. Also, especially on those higher difficulties, pretty much every bit of magic, every ability, every keyblade, every summon has its own utility in some situation. There's always instances where you can find use for it and oh and overall the battle system i feel is extremely expressive and customizable because in kingdom hearts 2 and i don't know for whatever reason they just don't like i feel like would be nice if they said it straight out the way kingdom hearts 2 works is you are designing when you are enabling abilities what you're really doing is you are designing your combo. And designing your combo is such a powerful tool in this. And I kept telling people like, man, I love I love like late in the game once you get that negative combo cuz once I get negative combo, I turn off all combo pluses, I turn off all uh, air combo pluses. I just enable explosion and uh magnet burst. And then hit it with a negative combo. And the reason I do that is because I like to, within like one hit, I want my next hit to be one of my finishers. Because those finishers are so powerful. And to just be able to lay down an explosion or to lay down or, or to lay uh you know in the air a magnet burst, especially late in the game, it is very useful. Also, of course. Shout out to Magnega Thundaga. That combo is OP. That it is gonna, OP. That is going to save you in a lot of situations. No, that re- Reflect uh, is OP too. Because oh, yeah. in the Final oh, yeah. Mix Re- version, they increase the damage output. Yeah, for that. Reflect, especially yeah, especially the splash damage. That splash damage, it cannot be ignored. You ha- you're going to have to use that in some situations too. Now, so those are a lot of the good parts of the battle system. I would say the cons of it are less re- related to the battle system and more due to messaging uh, or packaging, you could say. The problem with this battle system is most people do not experience Kingdom Hearts 2 this way on lower dif- because on lower difficulties and in the main story, you can just brute force your way through this with leveling and the game does not adequately explain its systems. Like the only way you'll figure out how to do this is through text boxes. And if you're like me, you're clicking through those right away and you're never reading them again. <laughs> like it's just not a way to explain the the game system. So I think that's that's been my main takeaway. I think other than that, with regards to story, love the story, but I feel like the Disney worlds kind of feel like filler, mostly because they rarely relate to the main plot at all and and or the main character's character development. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll, we can talk about more, more of that later. Also, I'll be uploading this to YouTube, so... No worries about that. So I think that's that's pretty much my main takeaway from this is that if you're going to play Kingdom Hearts 2 again, 
obviously play it on the PS4 and play it on critical mode and make sure you do the organization's data battles or at least at least do the absent silhouettes. If you can't do the data battles, at least do the absent silhouettes and try lingering well at least once. All right, Cheryl, let's go to the questions. Our Yay. our first question comes from Pizza Hearts. Our question, well, our only question. Our question is if so we've had games like Rechain of Memories and Recoded that remade older limited Kingdom Hearts games in 3D. Would you want a re Kingdom Hearts Union Cross? And how would you like something like that to play? And Chero, since since you've played this more recently, I want you to answer this first. Uh, I like mean, a three. Would you want a 3D version of Kingdom Hearts Union Cross? <laughs> it would depend on one simple factor: the fact that if I can import my character to the console. Okay. Okay. That so would be the could, only reason because. So not just your character, but also your story progress, right? Story progress, medals, everything, yeah, like stats and everything. Because um, I'm sh- like I'm the, probably not alone on this, but all the time, the energy, you know, and sometimes money that we put into this game, yeah, you know, we got to get something back, you know, if they're going to put it on a console, they better yeah. give us everything. That's that understandable. We put into it. I think for me, if they were going to remake it, I would kind of want it to be remade almost like a Kingdom Hearts console game where it's a single player thing and it's paced like a normal Kingdom Hearts game and none of that stuff man- matters. And it's basically like, it kind of look maybe it would look like back cover, like back cover kind of graphics and back cover kind of setup, but it plays like a typical Kingdom Hearts game. I don't think Square would ever do that because that would be a lot of money to spend on a game that isn't going to make them as much money as Union Cross because of mm-hmm. a lack of the gacha system where you're, you know, the free-to-play, pay-to-win stuff. But I don't know. That's just me. So, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, if they could find a way to deal with that type of system, then I would consider it. Like I At said, the it's... very least, if we ever got a remade version or they could just do this to regular union cross i would want them to address the length yeah let us be able to skip a lot of the cutscenes and play a more i want to be able to play a more story focused playthrough of of union cross that takes me maybe 10 hours like because that's all it would be not only that, they would have to redo like the quest system because some quests they you do a little bit of one everything. world, then you move to another world. And it's like they got to make it so they got to expand it to make it a little bit longer before you move on to the next world. Exactly. So, so they got to figure out like they it's they they have to probably take this game to the to a, the drawing board. Yeah. If they're ever going to make it on the console, they got to have to revamp a lot of things with this game. And it, yeah, I, it's, it's like it's, just like you said, it probably is not job. worth it. Exactly. So, so yeah, I think that uh, I think that pretty much wraps up that question. Uh, our music for this episode is going to be a cover of the Thirteenth Struggle. This version is actually kind of interesting because it's it's the Thirteenth Struggle from Kingdom Hearts Two, but redone to sound like it's from an N sixty four game. Like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. There's there's also a version if you like this same guy does this uh, he's on YouTube Ultimate Gamer Productions he also has a version that sounds like it's on the SNES so if you like this definitely check him out on YouTube and you can see uh, a different version of the same song our next Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 22nd of May 
If you like the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for us and we're just search Kingdom Hearts. Just search for Kingdom Hearts and we are number one. Yeah, yeah. Yay. And as always, you can catch uh, our every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or Cage, uh, Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at Cage Union. And if you like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. And please send us your questions to KHUQuestions at gmail.com. All right, Churro. It is that time again. Already? Already. But I have good news. Churro, What's there's up? good news. What is Next the good news? Next episode is going to be our pre-E3 episode. Yay! Yay! We can, we can start... Make- speculating well not only that we could also do we could also not just pre three we could do uh pre-concert too as well oh yeah pre-concert oh man so yeah there's there's a lot of look man there's going to be a lot of kingdom hearts stuff coming soon at the very least the news of today the fact that uh utada is going to have her new album with chikai on it already dude this is that's never happened in, in, in the kingdom hearts series where this has come so soon so like big things are happening they're yeah, definitely it, happening. It, it, we're almost we're almost to the you know the main the main event now as they call it. You know, yeah, E3, exactly. the concert, you know, we're pretty much today's the fifth, you know, the concert's on the ninth, so you know, we're almost a month away from the concert. Awesome. Alright, man. Say goodbyes. Alright, bye guys. Thanks for tuning in again. We'll see you next time. And I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production.